He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. Andy Hall's giving Laser Hellraisers his plus one. An exclusive conversation you won't hear anywhere else. On today's edition of Hall Access. The former frontman of Three Days Grace currently fronting a band called Saint Asonia with some new music that we'll talk about. My special guest joining me via the Laser Hotline, Adam Gontier. How are you, Adam? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day here in Des Moines, Iowa. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm up in... Up in Canada, in, uh, outside of Toronto, and it's pretty nice up here, too. Gotta love this time of year. I did hear recently you moved to Nashville, didn't you? Yeah, I bought a place in Nashville, so I spend half the year down there and half the year up here. There you go. That's cool, man. How are yeah. you liking Nashville so far? I love that place. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I, I have a lot of <clears throat> a lot of friends and uh, people that have lived down there for a while, so... Uh, yeah, I've been down there a lot and really love it, man. It's, it's nice for sure. Very cool. Well, thanks for taking the time for me today. I appreciate you. Of course. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you. We're happy to see St. Asonia back with some new music with the release of an EP entitled Introvert. Now, even the most extroverted of us were sort of forced to simmer down and keep to ourselves as much as possible throughout the pandemic, which I understand was sort of the timeline for this collection of songs. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Most of the songs were, actually all the songs were written uh, pretty early on uh, during the pandemic when, you know, everybody ended up in lockdown and that sort of thing, and we couldn't couldn't really leave our places uh so the band really couldn't get together to write write stuff uh so yeah we were just basically just writing at home in our in our respective little studio rooms and then sending ideas back and forth so yeah and a lot of the songs are kind of written about that whole time period and you know what we all went through as a society and that sort of thing so yeah, Introvert uh, felt like the right title, for sure. COVID did a number on everybody in music, but especially those with recently released albums that they had planned to tour on. Like you guys with Flawed Design, for example, you never really had the chance to get out and support that one like you wanted to. No, not at all. Yeah, we played, I think we ended up playing one show uh, in Oklahoma the day before the record came out. And then we had a tour We had a tour booked, uh, yeah, for you know, all of that, that year, but you know, everything hit and then we, we didn't get a chance to tour it. So yeah, we didn't get a chance to support that record at all. Um, so yeah, but here we are and we're, yeah, we're able to get out now and start playing shows again. So it's pretty exciting. And from what I've read and heard in other interviews you've done, it was also kind of a, I mean, it was a super busy time in terms of your personal life, welcoming a daughter during the pandemic, for example. That's a a really crazy situation. You find yourself needing to get to work, but instead having this rare pause in which you're afforded a break and a chance to maybe spend that time with loved ones instead. What was that like for you? Yeah, you know what? It was, I mean, to be honest, the, the time that we were forced to spend at home with family and stuff was really, really great. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, cause once you're, I mean, when you're playing music and, and you're touring and stuff, you tend to go out on the road for quite a while and you don't get home very often. So, you know, everybody kind of took a breath and had to take a step back and couldn't do anything, but stay home with family. And I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, my daughter was born, um, in April of, of, uh, that year so it was pretty pretty incredible yeah 
Yeah, it's interesting finding silver linings throughout something so crazy that we've never been through as a people before. And for me, I remember thinking to myself before that all happened, like as I'm getting older here, and I don't know if you can relate to this at all, but as I'm getting older and my kids are growing up and I'm just thinking, God, time is just going way too quickly. Now, this is not what I had in mind in terms of slowing things down, obviously, but that's exactly what happened, you know, so taking full advantage of that, that's uh, no different for me, honestly. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it, it, for sure, when you have uh, when you have kids that are, um, you know, my my son is four and a half years old. So you know, at that age, uh, yeah, you tend to it goes by quick and they grow up fast. And uh, so it's it's nice to be able to just be home and focus on it and spend as much time with them as you can. You know, you bet. So eventually, mm-hmm. you're able to get some song ideas together with the guys. Who starts that conversation? Um. Well, I mean it. Yeah, we're I, I'm kind of always writing, so we're always even when uh, when there's nothing necessarily business wise, nothing uh, planned. There's always uh, I'm always going to you know sit down and write songs. So um, you know I think we just basically the the thing was we talked to our label about when would be a good time to put out another uh, you know another album or. Uh, EP or whatever, and uh, once we decided on that, and with the record label, we were good to go because we had we you know we had some material, and I was working on material, so yeah, I was just uh, just wanted to wait for the right time. You know, I, a lot of bands were coming out uh, with stuff um, close to the end of of the uh, pandemic, so yeah, we just wanted to make sure it was the right time and talk to the label about it, and uh, yeah. Here we are. I imagine the inspiration hits you at uh, sometimes pretty inopportune uh, times. And, and the nice thing is, is technology what it is now. I imagine it's a lot easier to sort of bank ideas you had, things you don't want to forget. It really is, yeah. I mean, yeah, I tend to get, um, you know, I always tend to come up with uh, melody melody uh, ideas and uh, small lyrical ideas and stuff. And it's usually before, as I'm laying in bed before I'm about to fall asleep, which is not... Not the best time. Uh, so yeah, I'm always <laughs> always breaking up my phone, you know, and singing it, uh, singing ideas into my phone super, super late at night, trying not to wake up my wife, you know. Sure. Well, it could be like a lullaby situation too, I suppose. If you had a uh, like a mm-hmm. cranky baby, for example, you could go in and hum a melody and maybe put him or her to sleep, you know. <laughs> That's true. You know, that's actually a good idea. Maybe I should start doing that. Just kind of going off the top of my head with uh, singing to them before bed. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Introvert is the new EP by Saint Asonia. Came out back on the first of July. You know what caught my attention before I even hit play and listened to these songs, Adam? Honestly, and I'm I'm not sure if it was you guys or some other creative person out there did this, but I came across the EP's cover art and it was animated, kind of like hypnotic. Very cool, though. Oh, cool. No, thanks, man. No, it's uh, yeah, that, that artist. His name is John Scott, and I actually just came across him. Uh, on a on a website somewhere, and I really liked his art, and uh, yeah, got in touch with him and asked him if he'd be interested at all in in uh, letting us use one of his pieces, and uh, yeah, turned out to be that one. And then somebody uh, somebody had the idea of yeah, a slight animation to that, um, you know, to the moving moving artwork there. So yeah, it was, turned out very cool. And I think somebody at Spine Farm Records uh, in the creative department came up with that. Uh, 
that having the cover actually move. So yeah, very very cool. Um, but yeah, John Scott is a fantastic artist. Man, it is a striking image, and you know. Back in the day, I miss I miss these days where I'd be out, you know, at a record store or whatever, and sometimes you'd buy music just on the cover mm-hmm. art. You'd look at a cover and go like, well, that looks interesting. Wonder what's on the oh, inside, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, things have uh, have definitely changed quite a bit. You know, when when uh, we first signed a deal way back in 2001 with Three Days Grace, I think we just got sort of under the wire where people were still buying really, you know, into physical records and you know buying vinyl and buying cds and stuff and we just got another wire and, and now it's uh yeah it's pretty rare it's good to see a bit of a resurgence there though and i am just being nostalgic because i really dig your cover art so <laughs> if i saw that in a record store growing up i would definitely pick it out <laughs> Nice, nice. That's awesome, yeah. Let's talk about the songs. Above It All is the lead single, a song that screams perseverance in the face of adversity. But I found it really interesting, the visual you chose to couple the song with in terms of the music video. Where did that concept come from? Yeah, you know, I think that for us that we just wanted to not necessarily tell tell the story of what was necessarily happening in the lyrics. I mean, the, the lyrics of the song, you're right, are just... Uh, Sort of about um, about you know pulling through something, um, coming through adversity on the other side, and uh, you know that that video treatment that we got from Justin Reich, the director, was really cool in the sense that we wanted to have a have a basically a bad guy um, that uh, that at some point during the video changes his uh, changes his direction and becomes a good guy and ends up rising above, um, you know, the negativity and all that stuff. So that's kind of where the, the idea of the, you know, the storyline for that video came from. There's a lot going on in the video and you, you kind of have to uh, watch it a couple times to maybe make sense of it, at, you know, uh, but, but it was, I, I really, uh, really enjoyed working with Justin Reich and he's a great director and that the storyline that we all sort of collectively came up with, I think, uh, I think really is really cool. Yeah, I dug it, man. I also like, you know, you guys are a part of the video, too, with sort of a live footage thing. Um, I've never realized this before, and I don't know if... uh, You're a guitar guy, too, right, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed something I don't think I've ever noticed before about Mike. I think it was a shot of him playing, and he was playing a seven-string guitar. Has he always played seven strings? He has, yeah. He's uh, from his, 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 uh, you know, early stained... He's always played seven-string baritone guitars. Yeah, he has six strings as well that he plays for certain certain songs. But his Mike Mushock's crunch and you know his signature sort of uh, heavy sound that he's always had uh, comes from that that low seven-string baritone. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. It's just something I noticed mm-hmm. in the video there. A couple of other songs yeah. that really stood out to me. So what was one that I loved from the first listen? I imagine that one would translate well to the live show. Yeah, you know what. Um, we're, we've got a few festival shows coming up, um, and uh, not sure that we're putting so what in. Uh, basically, when we get on, when we uh, start touring in the fall, we'll be playing so what live. Yeah, but that's a that's a fun one for sure. We actually wrote that in the studio um, when we were recording, and we wrote it with our producer Anton. So, um, yeah, it's good good uh, good vibe of that song. A little bit different for us. Uh, there's kind of an acoustic in there, but it's still kind of funky and upbeat. So, uh, 
yeah, a little bit different for us, but one of my favorites on the album for sure. Yeah, no doubt. And then Chew Me Up is another I really dug. And come to find out, Johnny Stevens from Highly Suspect, a.k.a. Terrible Johnny, was the other voice on that one. That's a cool collaboration. It's hard not to be a fan of his, right? Exactly. Yeah, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Played a couple shows with them way, you know, years ago. And uh, yeah, when when I had when basically I wrote that song just uh pretty simply you know from front to back very kind of quickly and I definitely I had the idea that somebody I needed to feature somebody in the second verse it, it just felt like the right song to have somebody do do their own thing in that second verse and uh just being a fan of Johnny's we I reached out and asked if he'd be interested and we sent him the song and he loved the song and and jumped on it right away so yeah super super fortunate that uh, he wanted to do it and got on it very lucky man because he's a yeah he's he's an amazing talent and uh it's just awesome working with him yeah really cool tune you also covered the weekend's mega hit blinding lights giving it sort of the rock treatment which i thought was pretty awesome and i love that that sort of crossover staying true to the basic melody but also putting your mark on it too that must have been a fun one to cover yeah for sure for sure it's always i mean i've, I've covered songs uh in the past more you know, mainly like old uh, rock tunes, like a Fleetwood Mac song, The Chain, I covered a while ago, and then a uh, Phil Collins tune. Uh, but it's nice to sort of go outside the genre and, uh, you know, pick a song that, yeah, it's outside the genre that maybe people wouldn't necessarily expect and then give it give it your own sort of uh, rock vibe. So, yeah, that one, that one it, I mean, it's such a great song, regardless of uh, of how it's done, just the melodies and the progressions and the lyrics and everything so it just worked really well you know somewhere in our library here at the laser we've got you singing wicked game oh cool yeah yeah that was <laughs> from a while ago for sure I, yeah i used to used to break out some uh some acoustic covers yeah back back in the day on tour and then there's uh a few that I did in the studio, yeah, that was one of them for sure. Do decisions like that, or like covering Blinding Lights, for example, does that come pretty easily to you, or do you find yourself having a tough time deciding when it comes to covering someone else's song? It was a little bit more difficult with Blinding Lights. I mean, we the label asked us if we could do a cover, like if we would uh, do a cover. A lot of bands tend to be doing covers now, and labels like to have them just for, um, you know, different things. So when they asked us... Uh, you know, no problem. Yeah, we'd love to do a cover. It's always a lot of fun. But yeah, picking picking a, a song from a different genre, um, especially something that's super poppy, was a little bit more difficult. We couldn't really decide on when we listened to a few different weekend songs and a few other other songs from different artists, but uh, landed on on that one. Blinding lights feeling like it would be the best. But in general, um, it, it's not too hard. I've always I've always played covers like growing up. Um, you know, learning guitar and then playing acoustic shows and doing covers here and there. So covers have always been pretty natural for me. Um, so yeah, I don't overthink it too much, but definitely <laughs> when, when it's a weekend song, you got to think about it a little more. Yeah. Right. He's a Canadian like you are, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's from Toronto. That's what I thought. Speaking of which, I wanted to ask you about this. I know it's been a few weeks now, but what was it like to be inducted into the Norwood district high school hall of honor? <laughs> that was cool. Uh, it was, it was really cool. I mean, that's a it's a small town, uh, 1,500 people in that town, and it's a you know super small high school and uh, a lot of great memories there. So, yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty amazing to be a part of something like that. I don't think they they do it 
very often. You know, they <laughs> I think they've maybe inducted a few hockey players or something from back in the day, but <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just nice to be to be on the wall and recognized for that kind of stuff is pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, coming from a guy that's you know enjoyed any number of great honors, I mean, you've been rewarded for your work as a member of Three Days Grace and as a member of Saint Asonia, and those things are like things you dream about as a kid, I suppose. This is one of those that you don't count on, so I imagine it being the hometown thing makes it a special kind of special, if that makes sense. Absolutely, 100%. Yep, Uh, it's definitely something I never would have, you know, never would have thought would have happened. Um, And it's pretty pretty cool to be, to maybe provide a bit of inspiration to kids uh, going uh, going to school in Norwood that uh, might feel like they, they, they... you know, there's not much outside of that town. You know, that's uh, that's the biggest thing for me. It's pretty uh, pretty awesome, yeah. I was talking to Brad recently, who, of course, still lives there, and he was telling me how well, one thing he loves about still being there in Norwood is he's just Brad from Norwood. Do you feel that way when you set foot back in Norwood? Are you still just Adam from Norwood? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. It, it does feel that way. I don't, I mean, I don't get to Norwood often. I have some family there, but... Uh, I don't get there as much as I would like to, although I, I only live about a half an hour away from the woods. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's such a small town and, um, everybody's super, super cool. And it, it, it's just, uh, you know, it's where you grew up. So nobody really, nobody really bugs you or anything like that. Um, yeah, but Brad is, uh, is tried and true, uh, Norwood bred. You know, I was, I was born just outside of Toronto and then moved. Uh, to Norwood uh, for my first year of high school, so a little bit different. Um, He was born pretty much right there and grew up there. I see. Very cool. Well, it was good to see you guys up there together, uh, enjoying that honor together, because I tell you what, y'all earned it, no doubt about that. Oh, thanks so much, man. Yeah, and uh, it was nice to to connect with with Matt and, and those guys again. I mean, I've stayed in touch with with Brad over the years and uh, hadn't seen Matt in quite a while. So, yeah, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. Introvert is the new EP by St. Asonia. Seven brand new songs, including the weekend cover we mentioned. What is the plan? I know you mentioned, are uh, you alluded to some festival dates coming up? What else do you have down the pipeline? Um, you know, we're, we're waiting on a tour to get locked in for uh, the fall, I think sometime in September. So we're hoping to be on the road in September. We do have a European run um, also booked for later on in the year. Uh, so, I mean, the, the plan is just to hit the road and play as many shows as we can and get the new music out there. It's been, been a while since we've been on tour. So, yeah. you know, that's what we want to do is just get on the road, play, play some shows and see some fans and, uh, yeah, just stay busy. I'm hoping the amount of optimism that's out there that I can hear in your voice, I hope that permeates to everybody else. All this positivity that we can put out there is certainly going to help the universe. That's what I think. So Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Cool, man. Well, congrats on the EP. It's really great. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you around Des Moines at some point, my man. Oh, yeah, we'll be there for sure, man. No, thanks so much. And Appreciate the support, and uh, yeah, looking forward to making our way down there. Sounds great. Thanks for the time again, Adam. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. Anytime. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. All right. You too, man.